Hey lady, do you sometimes feel like you've lost yourself? Are you internalizing your feelings and walking around on eggshells either at home or at work? Maybe there is something missing in your life, but you just can't quite figure out what it is. Or even worse, you know what it is, but you feel stuck and you can't move forward. Well, I have been there more often than I care to admit. I spent more than 20 years climbing the corporate ladder only for it to come to an abrupt end during a 10-minute meeting. (laughs) I was so busy climbing that ladder to satisfy one aspect of myself that I neglected to take the time I needed to really focus on how to achieve true balance in every aspect of my life. Hi, I'm Anya Day, and welcome to the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast where I give women practical tips on how to find their voice through changing their mindset, identifying their passion, and owning their story. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So, go grab your favorite glass of wine or cup of tea if you're driving. Relax, and let's peel away the layers of our complex onion to unleash our authentic voice that the world deserves to hear. Tribe, thank you for coming back for another episode of the Find Joys and Own It podcast. If you have not already done so, please take a moment to rate and review because it helps to get us seen by more audiences. And also, if anything that I said to you on this episode or a previous episode resonates with you, please tag me in it. It could be an old episode, I don't care. And share it with others, please. Thank you, because that's how we grow through word of mouth. So, I really Sincerely appreciate all of you. So, you know, one of the things that I'm extremely passionate about and I believe that I am called to do is to help others accept who they are, the good, the bad, the ugly. And some of that comes out in developing and finding our purpose. So today I want to talk about or I want to ask the question, are you operating in your purpose or your path? So many of us start off one way or another in terms of how we, what career path we end up taking, what ultimately we do in our day-to-day lives. Sometimes it's a decision, it's a choice. Sometimes we feel like we have no choice. Sometimes it's what other people want us to do, what we thought we wanted to do. It's a variety of different reasons. For me, I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. For those new listeners, I always wanted to be an attorney. That was my goal ever since I saw Claire Huxtable with her lovely, beautiful, bouncy layered hair on The Cosby Show. And how she was a boss with her four or five kids, doing what she needed to do, going to work, coming home, taking care of her household jointly with her husband and her kids and just looking at how she navigated. That was something I wanted to do. Well, that didn't happen. I never went to law school. Heck, I never even applied. I thought about it several times. I majored in business administration and political science with the idea that Maybe one day I would go to law school. I ended up having a child, my first child, when I was in college, my senior year in college. And when I came out, I just didn't make it a priority to pursue law school. Instead, I prioritized getting a job and not living in my parents' house. So because that was my priority, 
I didn't immediately go to law school. Thought about it again several times afterwards, but then still never did it. There have been times in the last few years I actually seriously considered it. I know that sounds crazy, but not because I wanted to necessarily practice law. It's almost like I wanted the skill, but on one hand, yes, I believe you can have everything you say you can have, but I also believe and acknowledge my limits and my memory is not what it used to be. So that would be my challenge trying to remember all that law and legalese. I just don't know that <laughs> it's for me. So anyway, you know, for I am of the belief that you can operate in your purpose and your purpose doesn't necessarily have to be the same as your career path. And it could be two different things. You may be living out your purpose in some other aspect of your life, not necessarily your career. And a lot of people ask themselves, how do I know if I'm operating in my purpose? And I think for everybody, that question is different. I think, you know, a lot of times you get so busy mastering the skills of a particular path that you don't take a break to just be still or to surrender or to ask yourself, who are you? Who are you when you strip away the title of mom of lawyer, of wife, of accountant, of event planner. When you take those things away, what are you? Like, who do you see yourself? Who do you really want to be? You know, one of the things that I think is helpful is to really kind of to journal and to write out things. For me, I don't know... I don't remember the first time I actually started thinking about purpose. I think, you know, I think your purpose can change and evolve. I think that there were times in my life early on when I transitioned from working at a law firm, patent and trademark law firm, to working for a nonprofit healthcare company that, you know, I really wanted to, I didn't want to be a clinician, but I wanted to work in the healthcare arena to make some type of impact on improving people's health. I wanted to work for Whitman Walker Clinic. I think I said that before too, because I felt like I really wanted to to raise the awareness as it relates to HIV and AIDS. I never did accomplish that goal, but I enjoyed the work that I was doing at the healthcare organization in terms of helping to and make sure that our organizations went through accreditation, which is like the standards and rules that they have to abide by that are considered overall good practices. Some of them are considered regulations for a particular state. It just depends. Anyway, at some point in time, I started questioning that, okay, I think I'm supposed to be doing something else. I was serving in church and different capacities in children's ministry and the youth department. And I definitely believe that was part of my purpose in terms of I have a heart to serve and I have a way of, I believe, effectively communicating to youth in a certain way. It was nothing I felt like I wanted. I didn't want to be a teacher, but I enjoyed educating kids about Christ. And especially younger kids, my age group was five and six-year-olds. 
I also was responsible for developing the curriculum for our ministry and working with different curriculum that was in place and supplementing it. We had a whole team. So I felt like that was part of my life's purpose. Eventually, I just transitioned away from youth department and I wasn't, I was no longer as active in church anymore for a variety of reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. But again, I felt like that was part of my life's purpose. Then fast forward the last few years, I started questioning again and God placed it on my heart for me to write a book. When that was placed on my heart, I really wanted to, my, so let me actually go back even further. So one of my favorite, I have two like favorite authors. One is James Patterson, who primarily writes fiction. And I, he has like, he has several different series, but he has like this Alex Cross series. Alex Cross is a DC detective and the trials and tribulations of Alex Cross. The other favorite author is Karen Kingsbury. She's a Christian author. And I loved the way for both of them. For Karen in particular, I love the way she taught lessons or shared information through fiction without it necessarily being, oh, thou shalt do this or thou shalt do that. It, she is probably my favorite. Just I just loved her heart, her, her, the way she communicated in her books. And at the time, I was like, there's no way I could be an author. And ultimately, I didn't really focus on it because I felt like I didn't have the skills to do it. At some point, I changed my mind and (laughs) there was, I stumbled across Tressa Azarel, who's my book mentor. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And I really wanted to write a fiction book. I still haven't done that yet. I still plan on doing it. I just ended up shifting paths and instead focusing on nonfiction. And come hella high water, you all will be reading my nonfiction book by the end of the year. That is my goal, period. But these are all different paths that I took to ultimately my purpose, which I believe is to get people to recognize and acknowledge all of the things about themselves and embrace their vulnerability, embrace their challenges, embrace the things that are not so perfect about themselves to really be able to enhance somebody else. So for me, I feel like I haven't necessarily always operated in my purpose, but I am on this quest to do that consistently now going forward. It doesn't mean that I won't do other things that aren't necessarily aligned with my purpose. I think that, you know, we we compare ourselves to others and what their journey looks like and we expect ours to be the same. Or you try to make yours fit into that others and you don't need to. So in terms of when I think about operating in your purpose, I think about what is it that you are truly called to do? What is your why? What lights you up? You know, why do you do the work that you do? 
Why do you live the life that you do? What's your calling? What convicts you? You know, what ultimately is your personal mission statement? You know, your your purpose is your vision of your life and your work and why you get up in the morning and why you do everything that you do. What do you love? What don't you love? And people, especially now, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there and people think, oh, I have to be an entrepreneur to operate in my purpose. No, you don't. First of all, you can have a, a job that does it. Or even if you don't have a job that does it, like I said, you can operate in your purpose through different ways. I think the key is to find what makes you happy. Figure out, you know, sometimes you should just take time out and just kind of write out the things that you like. Maybe you should take a journal and write out your story. You know, what are the pivotal points in your life in terms of life-changing moments that you think of when you think about your life or how you want to be remembered? You know, how did it make you feel? To me, it's more about what, what something, how something makes me feel as opposed to what somebody says to me. You know, what key learning lessons do you have that you think are important or pivotal? What is, and I think it's important to acknowledge that your purpose is evolving and it changing and it can lead to different things. You may be led to different books or different videos or different people that encourage you or that you want to follow as it relates to this thing that is brewing inside of you. You know, think about how you solve your problems. It's not developing your purpose and finding your purpose is a process. You know, what do you like? What don't you like? What frustrates you? What doesn't frustrate you? You know, when you think about these things, how do you measure your life? You know, people who don't stand for anything or don't stand for something can fall for anything is a quote that I've often heard. So deciding how you want to measure your life and what you want to stand for and then live your life in alignment with that, to me, is a good way to identify your purpose. It's focus on the things that matter to you most, not what somebody else thinks should matter to you or what somebody thinks that you should be good at. And sometimes your skills and gifts and talents and abilities are aligned with that purpose, or at least they should be. But I want you to be curious. What are you interested in? Explore the things that, that you like to do. What's easy? What do you love? What don't you love? What does your ideal life look like? What can you do to achieve that ideal life? Sometimes you need to adopt a heart to serve, to volunteer, to give to different causes, to donate your time and talent to, to in order to discover what your purpose is. There's a whole process in the process of developing a coaching program that's going to launch in the fall. I'm developing and I'm developing that. There's a whole process to finding and developing your purpose, I believe. And I don't believe it's overnight. Sometimes we have to be the change that we want to see in the world. So sometimes your purpose is in what things frustrate you. 
what things you feel like are missing out there in the marketplace that you can have a solution for. Ultimately, I believe that, and I should have led with this, is I truly believe that your God, that God places a purpose in your heart and that you can ask God to show and reveal that vision to you, his vision of your life. I believe that because of your purpose is a process that happens over time, it's not going to, I mean, in most cases, I don't think people just wake up and be like, oh yeah, today I just woke up and this purpose came to me. I think it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing conversation with God. It's an ongoing surrendering. It's an ongoing spending quiet time. You can't force God to talk to you just like he can't force you to listen or to hear from him. So what are you doing to intentionally try to f- figure out and develop your purpose? You Sometimes you just have to ask God. Ask God to show you different things. Ask God to reveal things to you. And if you lean into that, then maybe you can find your purpose. You know, helping out the people around you, helping out for different causes. I, I said that before. Don't just do what you love to do, but what are you willing to really work hard at? What are you willing to lay down your life for? What causes are, are that you're extremely passionate about? You know, I know you've heard the saying, do what you love and you'll never work another day in your life. You can't necessarily turn everything that you love into your life's work. Some things are just activities that you happen to do. Some things are activities that you love that you're just not good at. It doesn't mean it is your life life's purpose. But if you are good at something and you're willing to 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 spend time honing in on those skills and talents, then it might be something that is the key to your purpose. If it's something that above all you think about all the time, like for me, I could do stuff related to my business all day, every day. I truly could. Because it's what ignites me. The things that I spent all my life doing, I'm not as interested in healthcare anymore. I still do it. It still pays my bills. There are parts of it I still enjoy. But I don't enjoy it the way I used to. I'm I'm on a different path now. But I acknowledge it's a means to an end. I haven't given up on it. Hell, I might at one point have to go back to work full time just to eliminate some bills and to help fund this other dream that I have. I'm not giving up on everything that Anya Day wants. I'm not giving up on my business or my my paths. But, you know, think about what brings you pure joy and, you know, focus on that. Follow, follow that and ask yourself, you know, what does your ideal day look like? Like I said, what does your ideal life look like? It's not necessarily something you just sit down with a pen and paper and like, oh, yeah, let me do this, do that and do that. And it's going to automatically come to you. It is something that you have to acknowledge takes time or may take time. It may be a process, but you have to take action. 
You have to build on something. You have to pursue something. You have to see what works, see what doesn't work. You have to give thought to something in order to figure out, okay, well, is it this or is it that? As you're looking for that, you have to commit to some type of execution in terms of implementing ideas. You could do all the daggone vision boards you want, but if you don't put any action behind that, then what was the purpose of doing it? Just so you can have something else to look at? You have to think about that. You know, carve out time every day or at least every week to figure out, okay, how do I want this thing to come to pass? So let's say you have it on your heart that you want to build a invention to do, I don't know, I don't, I'm not an inventor. You want to create something. You feel like you have a, a, a solution to a problem out there in the marketplace. It's only an idea until you put some action behind it. Until you decide, okay, well, let me move forward in it. Sometimes we are so stuck in our heads that we fail to execute. We fail to implement in order to move forward. I'm guilty of this. I am, in a lot of ways, still finding my own voice. I'm still living out the life that I want to live and still building what I want that life to look like at the age of almost 50 at this point. But I guarantee you that my life is more meaningful than it was than when I felt like I wasn't searching for my purpose or trying to go down that path. You have to make a decision to at least try to do something to move towards that goal. And to me, if you're focused on uncovering that passion and covering that purpose that's in you, then you'll be happier. It's that thing that kind of drives us. Improving your life and giving it meaning and finding your purpose and finding that fullness. It's like that your purpose is like that. I wish I could draw something. Like I'm thinking like three circles in my head and overlapping the things that you love, you know, your passion, what skills you're good at, and what God is wants for your life. And just realize that if you figure out why you want to find your purpose in life, then maybe you'll be more, more, more motivated to find it. There's something that, that you feel like is missing. And it's not always going to be obvious and you can't beat yourself up because you feel like other people know this and they know that. Nope. Mm-mm. I know that, that it's not an easy thing, but it's possible. And it's, it's going to cause you to have to do some serious, it may cause you to have to do some serious shift and changes in your life. But I know that God gives you the power to do it. He's not going to put that, that vision on you and not help you it come to pass. You can't slay the dragon unless you know that they're there. <laughs> you just can't. 
the, you know, if you had all the money in the world, how would you spend your time? What would your perfect day look like? Like give yourself, like write it out, describe every single detail. Do you live, where do you live? Do you live in this country? Do you live in Mexico? Do you live in Puerto Rico? Do you live in Greece? Do you live in Oklahoma? What activities make you happy? Sometimes it's going back to look at what happened to you when you were a kid, like what you connected with when you were a kid or when you have the heart of a kid. What did your kid, your parents have to like drag you away from because you always wanted to do it? And all of this writing and discovering and journaling, it's going to help you figure it out. But I needed to ask the question, you know, is, is, is the path that you're taking just the path that you took because of convenience? Or is it something else that you want to do? What can you do to get closer to that goal? Like I said, I'm launching a coaching program in the fall. So if you want to be added to the wait list, then please go over to my website, findyourvoiceandownit.com and sign up for my email list and more information will be coming out about that. And I'm sure I'll be also talking about it here. And some, so, cause sometimes you do need help trying to figure that out, but your purpose is a lifelong journey. It's a process, but once you open yourself up to the fact that you can achieve it, then you'll open yourself to a lot of opportunity. A lot of doors will open for you. God will pour into you in order for you to, to accomplish what you need to accomplish. So that is enough for now. <laughs> um, we will be continuing this conversation, but I just really, God placed it on my heart to ask that question. You know, are you operating your purpose or your path? Sometimes it's because we do, we do something because it's easy or it's convenient or it's in front of us. But I'm here to do the hard stuff and I'm here to help you do the hard stuff. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Wishing you lots of grace and peace. Thank you for joining the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review because I welcome and value your feedback. You can also tag me in your stories at It's On Your Day so I can personally connect with you and know who is in my tribe. I am looking forward to continuing to work with you to write your own story. Until next time, grace and peace.